Ramblers, let's get rambling. right here on the Talk Shoe Network. And I'm your host, Russ Hale. Got a terrific show lined up for you today. It's a very bat-centric show. Now, like I've been saying in the past few weeks, I, I can't do a regular show every two weeks, so every once in a while, I'm not going to tell you when, I'm going to throw in an extra. And I wanted to this week because there's a lot of things I want to talk about. And I just need this extra week to do it. One of the things, if you're a long-time listener to this show, you know I'm, I've always been a big fan of the Batman. Uh, you know, it's just one of those heroes that's resonated with me, and it's no wonder he's been around for 75-plus years on this planet. And so today, is, is this show is going to be a day where I just do a little bit of a little talk about some things I've been wanting to talk about for a long time, but I just want to get everything kind of ducks in line before I did that. On today's show, we're going to talk about Something I've been playing for a while, and we just had some new stuff come in, so I want to talk about that, and that is LEGO Dimensions, where, where the world of LEGO uh, becomes the, the latest toys to life. Now, I know I'm a little late on the gate with this, because it came out more than a year ago, but I just didn't get around to getting it until recently. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about just the starter pack, some of the level, some of the fun packs and team packs, and then the newest stuff that just came out that ties into the Lego Batman movie and a little bit extra as well. So that's what we're going to talk about today as well. Uh, I, I will, uh, speaking of video games, I will talk about today. I, I did get some um, codes recently for, speaking of Batman, the, the new relaunched, retooled Batman Return to Arkham, both Arkham Asylum and Arkham City for the Xbox One. It's the first time I've played these games ooh, in a while since I originally played them back on a PS3. So we'll talk about that today. We'll also talk about the Lego the Bat uh, the Lego Batman movie, The Essential Guide, courtesy of the great folks at DK Bubbleshine, that little book. And of course, I couldn't complete the show today without talking about the Lego Batman movie, which I saw in the theaters this past weekend. So that's all on today's show. A very bat centric show, but that's, you know, I uh, once well, I like to kinda do that. Just uh, just to kinda do a theme to a show and get some stuff out of the way. So that is what's on. We're going to take a quick musical interlude right up with the first review topic of the show. My video game reviews for this episode are both Batman Return to Arkham, Arkham Asylum, and the Lego Dimensions system, if you will. Let's start things off with the Batman Return to Arkham. Now, as I said in the intro to the show, I haven't played this game in a long time. The Arkham Asylum games, uh, the Arkham games, have really kind of progressed over the time. We started with Asylum, we then went to City, then went kind of backwards a little bit to Origins, and then most recently, of course, it was Arkham Knight. And now there is a rumor... I haven't had anything really substantial to confirm this. I've seen little things on the internet here and there. That there may be another Arkham game, possibly Apocalypse, uh, coming out sometime maybe this year. I, I have no idea of dates. Uh, you know, don't, I don't, not any press releases about it. Just things I've been hearing. So that'd be cool uh, if that comes out. 
Now, as I said, uh, this Return to Arkham, this is the, the re-releases of Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Arkham Asylum is... Was Hands down, one of my favorite Batman games. It introduced the whole kind of punch-dodge, block-counter-punch-dodge mechanic, which has been used uh, effectively in, in Spider-Man games, and it's always my favorite kind of way to play. I like third-person. I like being able to see the character I control. You know, first-person, some people love it. Me. Uh, I, I actually like to see the character I'm playing. I don't have to need to see their perspective. So the, the plot of Arkham Asylum is essentially Batman brings Joker back to Arkham. Joker then takes control over the the facility, and it's up to you, as usual, to, to, to kind of stop Joker, thwart his evil plans, and, and get control back to Arkham. Uh, the show, the, 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 movie, the game, you know, even though I haven't played it, in in like years, it ages really well, and it's kind of neat to see it on a next gen system. I, I you know it's prettier wise. I I think yeah, for the most part, to to me the there hasn't been that big of a jump gaming system wise from P3 to P4 or Xbox 360 to P4. Sure, some things are slightly prettier and faces are better detailed, but mm, I, you know I I. I Look-wise, in some ways, it looks prettier, but I don't know how much better it really is uh, these days. Now, if you were going like a P2 game to a P4 or Xbox game to an Xbox One, then yeah, I'd see the difference. But these days, ah, let's be nitpicky. The, the game is still there. You know, you're going around to Arkham in a, in a, in a semi-open world, collecting trophies, beating villains. It's still a fun game. The only parts that really annoy me uh, kind of were were the um were the scarecrow bits where you just it's not fighting you're just dodging dodging you really kind of have to time it right now as usual you know ramblers I always play games in easy because you know my theory about video games if it ain't if I can't beat it on easy it's a broken bloody game uh and so yeah I was able to get through it on easy the boss fights weren't too bad it's it's very much what I remember it and it was kind of like a nice trip down memory lane to play Arkham Asylum. And 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 it's one of those games that uh now that I've I've beat it, I it's one of the things I may just go back and and just do some trophy hunting and just kind of 100%, 100% complete it. I feel more of a desire to do it in this system than I I did in the P3. Now Arkham City is kind of where we we take things up a notch. Instead of it just being within the Arkham Asylum island, we then go to the city of Gotham, where part of it has been kind of walled away, and that's where the criminals get stored. It's very much a continuation of the first game, back as voice casting is Kevin Conroy as Batman and Mark Hamill as Joker. Just like in the first game, both both these games, it is great to hear those voices in this form. They, they really play off each other, and, and that's one of my joys of playing any Arkham game, is, is that as long as you have those two doing the characters, ah, I'm just perfectly happy. Now, what's different with City is that they introduce, yeah, you still have the same mechanics you had before, the dodging, the hitting stuff. Uh, you get a, some new gadgets. You also get uh, to come across some new villains that you didn't encounter in Asylum, so that's cool. The storyline is, you know, advances. It's different. And and one of the things that, that's kind of cool that you can do, uh, that you, you play in, in City, is there are certain scenes you play as Catwoman. Now, what's cool about this release, previously, in the previous re- 
releases. Uh, a lot of the stuff, you, a lot of really cool stuff was strictly DLC that you had to pay for or you had to get a code when you bought it. And if nobody hadn't used the code before, then you could use it. In, in this, um, in, in the new remastered, you all that old DLC content, that's added in. You can play as Catwoman. You can play levels as Robin. And and that's no extra downloading required. That's really cool. I didn't get a really chance to play as Catwoman so much in in the previous D and uh, the PS3 version because I didn't have the code for it. Um, but with this one, you can. And it seems to me in, in this re-release, and I may be wrong, they, there's certain points where you jump back from Catwoman to Batman, whereas I don't remember that specifically happening in the PS3. I I could be wrong about that, but that that's kind of cool. I like playing as Catwoman was interesting too because even though the blocking and hitting are the the fighting technique is pretty much the same. Um, the the animations are completely different, and 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 it's really it's you know a nice little change of pace. After you you defeat the game, you there are switch points. You can switch back between Catwoman or Batman and just roam around the city. Now keep in mind, by the time you finish the game, your Batman is pretty pretty upgraded. And and that's one of the things that's really easy to do. Uh, I, I would recommend for both games, if you're going to do upgrades, upgrade armor, upgrade your health, make that a priority first. Worry about all the gadgets and crap later, but but upgrade the health first because you're going to need it as the game goes on. So, so there's that to it. Um, you have that extra element of that. There's, there's also... Uh, in, 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 in Arkham Asylum, in Arkham City, you, there's all these different skins you can get as Batman. You can play him as either the 1970s classic blue and gray. You can play as the 1960s Batman, which is really funny. Um, the Batman Beyond skin. All these different skins you can do. And, and in the animated series, Batman, you can play as him in the game with as a skin, which is super cool. And And what's interesting about that is there are also alternate skins for Catwoman as well, which is really neat, and Robin. So you have, you know, different ways of leading your character. Like at one point, I, I chose the Batman animated skin, and as I'm playing the game through that, there's a sequence, comes sequence with Batman and Catwoman, and it automatically switched her to her animated series outfit. So that was kind of neat. I didn't do that on purpose. It just kind of timed it. So I had them interacting <laughs> those skins. It was really cool. There's even an animated uh, series skin for Robin as well, so you can make him look that way. So I, I like that kind of really adds the replayability of it. They really kind of upped the mark with City when they did that. Now, there's no word on whether or not Origins will get a remaster. I'm kind of surprised, really. They just didn't put all three of them in there and, and make it as a set, but Origins really wasn't received as well as the first two, so... Maybe they didn't feel it was worth it. It's a shame. Uh, you know, um, I, I think it would, it would benefit from it. Overall, th- these games are a heck of a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, just the sheer amount of, of of replay value, especially with City, because even after you can explore the city more, there are map, there are challenges and things to do. So there's a lot more to do, a lot more stuff to earn, even after you complete the story. And the story for both of them is pretty long. But not long in a bad way. And and there aren't too many spots other than the Scarecrow levels where you're going like, man. Uh, most of the time, it's just timing your dodges and your hits. And usually, you can, you know, 
think your way out of it. The VR challenges in the city, some of them are still the pain in the butt. There's some of them that are just, man, too tricky. There's one where you got to spiral down, then you have to do it in a certain way and not hit the water. It's just, I, I, to this day, I still find that a pain in the butt to do. But, but overall, if, if you haven't played these Arkham games, I don't know where you've been. Um, check them out. Uh, and if you're, you know, we have, it's a nice trip down memory lane, uh, to play them on your next gen system. It really is. And, and they still kind of hold that, that kind of play value that they did before that, that still carries over to me. So that's my take of Batman Arkham Asylum in Arkham City or Batman Return to Arkham, uh, remastered for your, for the Xbox one. So that's my review there. We're going to keep with video games before we go to a break, and, and then we'll talk about the the Batman, uh, the Lego Dimensions. Now, uh, the Toys to Life craze has been huge. And it started with Spyro, and now unfortunately, Disney Infinity has kind of, uh, if you haven't heard the news, they, as, as of a few months ago, they've stopped doing that. They kind of gave up on that. I mean, you can see their their stuff now discounted at Walmart, for goodness sakes. Um, so that's given up. But luckily with Lego, I, I think they really hit something here. Lego Dimensions is a very interesting concept of toys to life. Because all these toys, other than being just really cool models, which a lot of the Mebos and everything else is, these are actual Legos. These are actually built Legos. And what they've done is that, you know, over the past few years, Lego has kind of acquired a lot of IPs for their for building sets. What they've done is they've kind of taken that concept and they build ones of their own. Like Ninjago is strictly, you know, their own creation. So is Chima. So is Nexo Knight. So is all that kind of stuff. That That's all kind of theirs. They've taken all the licenses they've done and they combine them into this, this game. The concept it basically is, is that you have three types of sets. In Lego Dimensions, you either have a story pack, which consists of six levels, uh, and the trend has been based on a movie. The most recent one, of course, was Lego Batman movie. Before that, we had uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And then before that was the new Ghostbusters movie. You have story packs, only three of them so far. I don't know if there's going to be any more. Uh, level packs, team packs, and fun packs. Level packs, essentially one character, two brick builds, and then a level. And trust me, levels can be very long. <laughs> A team pack is this two minifigs and then a vehicle for each or brick build for each. And then a fun pack is one minifig and one brick build. And with your two stuff, not only typically do you get a, a, a character and a brick build, but you also get an adventure world that's attached to that minifig and a battle world as well. So there's a lot you get with just <laughs> just a figure. And all these are perfectly good Legos. I mean, once you, you could use them with any Lego set you want to. Uh, so that's that's basically the premise. The main story that you play through, and it's a lot of levels to that story. Uh, and this, this essentially um, helps unlock the, the different worlds. And, and is, is, you know, is a lot of way where you get a lot of studs. You get a lot of... Um, gold bricks that still carries over main story is that lord vortex has decided that he wants to take over all of the dimensions kind of make them all into one harmonious thing and it's up to gandalf batman and Wildstyle, uh, from of course the lego movie to kind of fight him and and not let him do that in the course of the story they 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 travel to the different worlds trying to stop him and 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 so you have a lot of team ups 
that you would never would kind of predict before. I, you know, right from the starter pack, the the worlds that that are kind of that are featured are the Ghostbusters, the original, Simpsons, Ninjago, Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings, Portal, DC Comics, Wizard of Oz, Scooby Doo, Lego Wumi, Doctor Who, and Midway Arcade. <laughs> so, so right off the bat, a lot of those worlds are kind of previewed within the the game and the, the the gaming system is really interesting in that it it works with portals on the game pad itself you can put seven six on the sides one in the middle and as it plays through you get different powers and and the 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 powers you do with the portals uh like unlock things and it's a matter of using the pad to move figures around to change colors for one challenge or to actually portal them to one spot or the next. It, it's it's quite uh, a variety of stuff. One is where you actually shrink and expand your figures to solve puzzles. One is where you have to look on a map and find something to open something up. It, it's, it's really kind of cool. And it, it, it's a concept where I never thought I would ever see uh, a game where you would take so many IPs and smoosh them all together. And, and make one story out of it. A lot of the uh, the character are are voiced by by you know people that have done the voices for the characters before, which is really cool. And, and it's it's an amazing kind of story. It really is fun to play. With some levels are more enjoyable than others. Uh, I will tell you that in the main story, uh, like the the portal one is. Uh, it, it's all right. Um, you just have to get used to. If you haven't played the actual Portal game before, you're going, okay. This is how the mechanics for this work. Uh, you also get powers. You can give temporarily give your power, uh, characters like lightning powers or fire or electricity or water. So and even earth powers as well too. So it, it's it's quite a variety within it. Within the game as well, you can use the studs and the gold bricks to upgrade your brick builds. Uh, give them more powers, and then each brick build has three different modes per build, and you can spend your studs and your gold bricks to kind of increase, well, change the modes of each of the, each of the brick builds, and each of the builds kind of allows it to do certain things. Like one one build will let you do a toe, one will let you blow up silver or gold bricks. So a lot of the elements from the previous games are, are pulled in here. Now, it's, it's, it's very much, you know, into making money. So <laughs> there, there are certain things. Uh, there's certain things you can do with some characters and other characters you, can, characters you cannot do. So there is restrictions there. It does kind of encourage you to get more. Uh, so some puzzles can be solved. You can get through the whole story, the whole main story, with just Gandalf, Batman, and Wild Style. But then there are puzzles, just like any other LEGO game, that you really can't, stuff in the levels you really can't unlock and earn unless you go back and free play and then bring other more and other characters. <laughs> what, what's cool about Dimensions is, as going forward with any story pack or level pack, if you're playing a level and, and, and you, there's like something you want to do and you can't, do that with the character that's included in the little pack. You can always bring in another one and do it without having to finish and then go back and then do that again. That that kind of mechanics is is really cool uh, when, when it comes to that. That and, and to me, part of the fun is just building the pieces. I You know, it's I'm old school that way. 
so so that's the system itself, right? And the cool thing about it is once you get the disk for whatever system you have, right, to install the software, anything else, it doesn't matter <laughs> what you have because any all the other pieces in Starter Cut Level Cats, they're not system-specific. So you just get it, put it in whatever system you're running it on, and it'll work. So that makes life easier, doesn't it? Um, so, so you have that with it. That's what I like about the Toys to Life stuff. So that's the main system. Now, um, <laughs> this came out over a year ago, and I know I've been slacking, but I'm only one man. Um, so I, I have no, I don't have, I have a lot of the, the, the year ones, because I've been getting them cheap at, at uh, big boss stores, because you need to get rid of them, but I don't have every one of them. It's just the way it is. So there, there's still some things that I can, can unlock. What's cool is the replayability, because within every adventure world, there's at least 28 gold bricks to earn, uh, just millions of studs. So it, it it always wants to keep you playing more. And and the amount of IPs since this thing launched, I mean, just recently, they they they've brought in the Gremlins, Sonic, uh, coming up soon will be Goonies. Back to the Future, Mission Impossible, just and 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 uh, Knight Rider, which I'll be talking about today. All this, all this kind of A team has all been brought in, and it's really cool that that a lot of kids are being introduced to '80s franchises, which, unless their parents are really into media stuff, they, they wouldn't have known before this. And I never thought I'd see a Lego Gremlins, but hey, it exists. So so that's the case. Um, now. Um, the, the the story pack for for Lego the Batman movie. This is the first one I've gotten, amazingly uh, because I'll warn you with any kind of story packs, I would see the movie before playing the story pack. They they they, they kind of vary little things from the movie, but they basically take the main plot. So if you don't want to be spoiled, play the game. Uh, watch the movie first. Play the game afterwards. Uh, it, it's kind of fun. Uh, I noticed with the Lego Batman one that they did. They did include some little scenes, extra ones that I don't remember being in the movie itself. So that's <laughs> kind of neat. Maybe ideas that they had, and they thought, "Hey, we can't fit it in. Let's put it in with the game." So that's that. Um, the the Robin and and Batgirl figure really fun. Robin has two abilities. He did. He had two costumes. One of his costumes, which they don't really, you just kind of figure out yourself, has a kind of deflectability. Uh, and when he's dressed up as Nightwing, and it's a weird Nightwing outfit, that that is useful. So they don't really explain that, but yeah, he can deflect lasers with a stick. Um, so you have that. That's cool. You also get the Batwing vehicle in in that set, which can convert to a a a, um, a kind of Batmobile-ish vehicle, and as well a Bat tank. And and the colors are cool. You can change the colors to. A Batgirl color, a Robin color, even a Joker <laughs> color scheme, if you want to go that way. All, all vehicles come with at least three color schemes. A lot of the skins uh, are, make the make the vehicle look better in-game than it does outside the game. So that's neat. I, I do like that um, when it comes to it. The Knight Rider one is really cool. Now, they say that, they, that, that uh, Hasselhoff voiced this. Maybe. Now, keep in mind, he ain't as young as he used to be. It could be him. 
uh, it sort of sounds like him. Even my wife hearing, hearing him was going like, you sure that's him? And I'm going, I think so. Um, the voice of Kit, they they got a good uh, William Forsythe sound alike. Because keep in mind, the original uh, voice of the, of the car has been dead a long time. But it's not bad. It's it's close to a replica as you're going to get. <laughs> and the lines are funny. Half the fun of Dimensions is putting two characters together and seeing how they interact. Like, if you have Aquaman and you have Scooby-Doo on the pad at the same time, it's a... V- <laughs> Aquaman is very funny. He he reacts to Scooby-Doo being around. It's a very funny line. And there's a lot of that. You just never know what you're going to get when you when you combine two characters. Also... When you play through the story of Lego Batman movie, you do get the ability to change the the Batman that came with it uh, to make him look and act like the Lego Batman movie. That's an ability that you can unlock if you get the red brick from that adventure world. So I encourage you to find that. It's really cool. It almost gets it almost gives you like two Batman in one, which you can turn on and turn off within the menus whenever you want to. Also, if you get the red brick for the uh, Knight Rider one, every car you drive, every vehicle you drive will go dun 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 dun. We'll play the Knight Rider theme song, which is <laughs> fun. Um, so that's there. Um, overall, it, it it is a really fun system. If you are a fan of Lego and Toys Life, it is cool. Um, keep in mind, a lot of the year one sets are really going down in price because they want to get rid of them. So if you want to get this, get this now because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure at one point they're going to stop putting them out. And if you want to get caught up in year one stuff, now's the time to do it. Um, coming up in uh, next month, there, there will be the release of the Goonies Fun Pack as well. Uh... I believe maybe Teen Titans and some other one uh, coming out uh, uh, coming out from now. So there, there, Teen Titans uh, is is coming out from the later this year. There's rumors of Beetlejuice, Powerpuff Girls, and of course Lego City Undercover. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Goonies and Lego City for sure. Third one could be. Um, Teen Titans, I don't know. Uh, they, they're still talk. Uh, they, they, they kind of re- they've been very slow in releasing details about the wave coming out in March. So you just have to wave eight. I have to wait and see what that that's going to be. I haven't had a chance yet to try out um, the Excalibur Batman from 7.5 or Marceline, which previously before was an exclusive to Toys R Us, and now it isn't. Uh, possibly in the future, just keep listening to the show. I may get those. It's just money is tight right now, and I, I got what I could. Um, although I may get some stuff sent to me, that's still in question. Overall, a, a fun system, uh, definitely worth investing. The the Just just getting the Legos itself are kind of cool. Keep in mind, uh, <laughs> uh, they are Legos, so watch out for your cat. I, I've lost a golem because of the cat. Um, but, uh, it, it is a lot of fun and, and it is, um, one of my favorite toys life. As much as I talked about Infinity and I liked it, I, I like Lego Dimensions more. So that is my video game reviews for this episode and we'll be right back with more 
right after this. Review for this episode is the Lego Batman movie, The Essential Guide, courtesy of the great folks at DK Publishing. Now, this is one of these, another fun books from DK, where they kind of go over, it's kind of like um, a highlight of the book and a lot of the Lego sets. It's 64 pages, and it goes over kind of the, the basics of the movie, all from um, uh, highlighting uh, Barbara Gordon, Batman, Alfred, all the funky vehicles that are in this. I, Rogues Gallery. I will warn you uh, that if you've not seen the the movie, there are elements of this book that are kind of spoilery in, in a way. But it does highlight a lot of the really cool Lego pieces and gives you lots of little facts about the Joker and all the villains within it. So that is kind of cool. Overall, it's it's a nice little guide. It's essentially designed for kids, although uh, the the, the illustrations are kind of neat. And it does kind of hint with the vehicles of some stuff that may be to come in later this year. So that is kind of neat, especially the the Two-Faced Bulldozer. Um, So so there are some, you know, hints of what may become when it comes to um, sets you can buy based on the movie. 
Uh, there's no minifig with this book, which is a little bit of a shame. But if if you are a fan of, of the movie and you want a nice little companion piece for the novel or for the film, I think it really works well. And, um, you know, it, it's it, most of the facts in here, you're like, yeah, I already know this. But it, it's still a fun little add-on to the movie experience. And, and the illustrations are, are quite well done. So that is my t- take of Lego, the Lego Batman movie, The Essential Guide, courtesy of the great folks at DK Publishing. This episode is the Lego Batman movie at a theater near you. Now, based on the success of the first Lego movie, it doesn't surprise me too much. They went, you know, the Batman we used in that movie was really good. And so he's been spun off into his own separate movie. And once again, voiced by Will Arnett, which really <laughs> kind of takes a different kind of egotistical side to the Dark Knight. A kind of like, I'm Batman. I'm the coolest thing there is. Y'all are nothing, because I'm him. And and this movie is an interesting take on The Dark Knight. It, it really, in a lot of ways, it, it kind of highlights his, his, his need for family. Because at the start of this movie, he's very much like, I'm a loner, I do everything by myself, I'm the greatest, I don't need nobody, do-do-do-do. And in the heart of this movie, we also have a relationship between him and the Joker. Now, the Joker this time around is voiced by Zach Galifianakis and does a really good job. The, 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 the heart of the, the movie is almost their relationship because at one point early in the film, Joker says, oh, well, I'm your greatest enemy. And Batman's going, no, you're not. No, you're not. I, I, you're nothing to me. And and that kind of sets up a, a series of events. And it's a really kind of, you know, this movie really highlights the, the relationship between the two characters. 
and how one kind of needs the other to get around, although <laughs> it takes a while for Batman to realize it needs other people. Uh, uh, this time, Ralph Fiennes uh, voices Alfred Pennyworth. Uh, Rosario Dawson is Batgirl slash Barbara Gordon. And Michael Sierra is Robin slash Dick Grayson. Those are, those are your kind of your, your main voice actors, although they do bring back um, Billy Dee Williams as a voice of Two-Face, which is really kind of funny when you think about it because he was Harvey Dent in the first Batman movie back in 1989. They then passed on him <laughs> to be Two-Face for Batman Forever, uh, in that movie, and, and cast Tommy Lee Jones instead. So in a way, he kind of gets to reprise his role as the role he could have been in this movie, if that makes sense. So that's interesting casting there. Although he doesn't have a lot of lines, he's still, and, and he's designed to look like Billy D would have looked like if he'd become Two-Face, which is kind of cool. Uh, overall, <laughs> it has the same humor as the first Lego movie, and, and there's a lot of homages, homages, however you want to say that word, to 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 Batman of the past. Just, you know, they, they make reference to almost every Batman. He goes, Alfred has one speech, he goes, you know, over 75 years, which is how old the character is. You know, you've gone for all these stages, and it, and it flashes back to, like, it goes backwards in time, right back to the 1960s Batman. And, and it's really cool. It, all those little references to it, the 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 Batcave itself is just really neat designed, and and yeah, th- there's a lot of nods to Batman's in the past. There's even you know little little hints of of what Batman used to be in it. And, and Michael Sierra, surprisingly, a lot of people say this, he's not as annoying as I thought he would be as Robin. He has that kind of innocent charm that he he does for that. And a lot of the jokes are are really nicely done. There's there's a few of them that are not strictly designed at kids. Like, I, I was sitting in an audience of, of a good chunk of mixing kids and adults mixed, and I've heard a few chuckles from adults in this. Now, this is mostly a kid's movie, but I will caution you, parents of young, young kids, like five and under, and I saw this in the theater, and I've seen this before. Um, there, there are certain scenes where there's a lot of action, there's a lot of things going on, and a really big screen, and that may be a little too intense for some young, young kids. There were a few times during the movie where the action was really hot and heavy, and I heard little kids saying, I'm scared. And I saw some parents kind of bring the kid out for a bit and then bring them back in again, and I don't think it was always for a bathroom break. So I will warn you, it's not that it's uh, a big, scary movie uh, in a way, but there's a lot of intense action, and, and in some ways, little kids, like five and under, would probably handle it better if it was on a smaller TV screen than a huge movie screen. So be forewarned, parents bringing your like younger, younger kids. It may be a little too much for them because of all everything that goes on there. So, you know, be forewarned. Much like with Lego Dimensions, there, there are some really cool crossover elements and with the Lego movie in the Lego Batman movie. At one point, Joker recruits some, some, some uber villains. And these are villains from, from other Warner Brothers titles. So we have, we have a, a, a nice kind of crossover there where we see some hints of maybe what may be to come in Lego Dimensions. We don't know. So that's kind of neat. There's also a nice little Iron Man joke in there. <laughs> he took a pot shot at Disney. 
uh, which is funny. Overall, it, it's a fun movie. The, the soundtrack in this movie is really cool. Uh, it, it's, it's very 1980s, which I, I find really funny that they, they deliberately put music in there to, to, for, for parents. For pe- parents, you know, people who have, you know, been around a few years and, 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 <laughs> and just like, like, like there's, there's some George Michael. Uh, in this, um, so so that, that that's cool that, that there's some '80s music kind of throw in there for us older people, that that maybe some kids will go, well, that's kind of cool. I'd like to hear more of that. Overall, it's fun. Uh, the, the this technology that they can do with with the bricks is amazing. Uh, of course, there has been a, a, a release that there will be a Ninjago movie coming out later this year, so the Lego universe continues to expand. There, there wasn't too many references in this movie to the last movie. You know, I, I, I kept expecting a line to say about his, his past girlfriend being wild style, but that never happened. And and there was no really characters from the, the Lego movie that really showed up. Now, keep in mind, I may have missed this, because this is one of these movies where you kind of almost want to see more than once just for the cameos. Uh, because <laughs> uh, there are many in here. There, even Superman kind of makes an appearance in this. Uh, so it's one of those movies you want to watch more than once. It was one part where I swear I heard a kid say, I just saw Jabba. And I'm, I don't know if I somehow missed that. So it's definitely a movie that requires more than one viewing. It is a lot of fun. It even pokes fun at itself and the starts. And and it kind of starts sets it off right at the start, saying, "Okay, this is a movie that's not going to take itself too seriously at times, so just go with the flow." Overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, I would love for them to do another one, although I don't know how they can build on that. But it, it it's very cool, and and yeah, definitely worth checking out. As I just said, though, uh, in, in some ways, it's it's almost like Deadpool in that in the, the self referencing that goes on. Um, it, it's pretty much good for the whole family. Although I said I will caution you when it comes to young young kids, it's a lot of actiony sequences, and and that might be too much for little kids on a big screen. So just keep that in mind. Uh, so overall, uh, a fun movie experience. Uh, I'm glad I saw it on the big screen. I did not get a chance to see it in 3D because I just didn't have a chance to go to it. It probably was really cool in 3D. Um, but that's for another day. So that is my take of Lego, uh, or the Lego Batman movie at a theater near you. Let's wrap things up for this edition of Ramble Extra. Hope you all enjoyed it. As always, you can touch me with a number of ways. You can always check me out. I'm at Rambling Russ, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S. Tweet me and I tweet you back. I appreciate all the retweets and favorites I get on Twitter and all the followers. You never know when I'm going to tweet out. Usually it's I do show updates, but sometimes random tweet. So just keep watching because you never know what I'm going to say. Of course, you can always check me out on Facebook. Just type in Ramble Russell in the Facebook search engine. And you'll find me there. I often put out any cover art or any of the books or movies that I talk about, either on Twitter or on Facebook. So check me out right there. Throw me a like, if you will. That'd be very much appreciated. Of course, you can check out all the new episodes right here on Talk Show Network. I'm show 18411. That's my caller ID. Please check out my main page and leave a comment. And of course, you can check out all my older episodes. They're still on Libsyn. Just type in 
Just go to HTTP, we'll call them ramblingrus.libsyn, as in November.com. That's my original home internet, where I have over eight-plus years of podcasting goodness going from May 2006 right up to August 2013 when I switched over here to TalkShoe. And, of course, you can check out my older episodes as well in iTunes on the iTunes Store and the podcast. All my old episodes are there. Two. What's coming up on the show? Well, next week we'll be back with our regular edition of the show, more than likely. So coming up in the next edition of the show, I'm making my way through Season 1 of Vice Principals, Curtis of H, as well as Season 3 of Black Sails from Anchor Bay Home Entertainment and DVD. And also I'll have for you my of Doctor Who, The Power of the Daleks on DVD, courtesy of BBC Home Video. A, a, an episode of Doctor Who that has not been seen in over 50 years, newly animated for you. That's checking out. And the movie Arrival, or Arrival, I guess you could call it, on a Blu-ray courtesy of Paramount Home Video. That's all in the next episode of Ramble with Russell, as well, too. I'll, uh, sometime in the future, give you my review of Star Wars Rogue One, the ultimate visual guide, and some more uh, DK stuff, hopefully, coming within the future. Also, in future reviews, coming up is Quarry, Season 1, courtesy of HBO as well as Cross Wars, possibly Dynasty Season 1. Well, I'm debating on that one. Uh, I want to have time to get that. Uh, the Eagle Huntress, Sabrina Down Under, where the, where the witch goes to Australia. Uh, the Rodman Langdon Collection, including the brand new movie Inferno. We'll talk about that. And hopefully make my way soon, uh, Season 3 of Tim Washington Spies, the TV show Brain Dead, Zoo Season 2, and American Gothic, the first and only season of that show. That's all coming up on future episodes of the show. Also, later this month, in the coming weeks, I'll hopefully be getting a copy of Doctor Strange from um, uh, Disney Home Video and Mona as well in within the next month or so. They should be coming my way. I'm hoping. So all that coming up on the show. Um, as well, possibly future more Lego Dimension stuff. We'll see what comes my way. So keep listening to this very program. One programming note before I, I do finish. I am still looking for all you saying, well, what, what happened to the YouTube stuff? I am still working on contacting some people for my YouTube specials. It's, it's harder than it is, than it should be to reach these people. I'm going to try some alternative methods. <laughs> try to get these people to respond to me and see if we can interview some people on YouTube. As I said before, if you have some favorite YouTubers you want me to talk to, Put the link to their YouTube page on my Twitter feed. Put it up there. Say, hey, Russ, talk to these people. I will then check them out and see if I have a way of contacting them for my YouTube special. So that's that's still something I want to do this year. I just need to get people to contact me back. So that uh, that's still a work in progress. Keep listening to the show. Keep checking my Twitter feed for many, any updates on that particular idea that I have. And that is it for me, and we'll catch you next time right here on Ramble with Russell. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.